Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The number one content network for professionals, do you believe? This episode, return to work like a boss using tips from Hulu's The Kardashians. So let's just clear the air. Yes, you can actually learn from reality TV. I am the kind of person where I learn from everyday experiences, from every person that I come in contact with. And I don't always learn things that I want to emulate or things that I want to incorporate in my life, but I certainly learn something from every single person. That's how I watch reality TV. I feel like reality TV gets a bad rap sometimes when I talk about shows from Bravo or um, the things that I watch and that I really enjoy. You can see the looks from my friends who might be a little bit more into documentaries or sci-fi, which of course I love those things too. You can see their judgy eyes. So I have been wanting to do an episode about how to work in the entertainment industry for a very long time. I've been thinking about my personal experiences, some good, some bad, the things that I've learned along the way so that if anyone is interested in working in the entertainment industry, you can absolutely have your dream job. And let's start there, your dream job. Your dream job is different than your sister's dream job or your neighbor's dream job or the A-list actor's dream job or the fledging one season game show reality stars dream job. Everyone's idea of a dream opportunity is different. And we are talking about simply having longevity and working in the entertainment industry. Most of these tips will probably be universal and you can use them in other industries as well. But I'm speaking about what I know. I realized that I have been working in sports and entertainment for 26 years. I said 26 years. So yes, you can do the math, 26 years. So what? I've been working in sports and entertainment for 26 years. And I've learned quite a few things during that time. And to hear the Kardashians try to dissect and figure out how they've had success and share that information was actually kind of refreshing. It's something that I think everybody can benefit from, especially if you're interested in working in the entertainment industry. Okay, so let me just give you a brief synopsis of the latest episode of The Kardashians. The Kardashians on Hulu, the entire show is almost like a behind the scenes look at the making of a reality show. And that's why I love it so much more than I even loved the original Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I love how there is no fourth wall on this new installment of The Kardashians. It is them kind of living their lives with cameras around. It's 
feels more documentary style. It's absolutely beautiful and polished and the drone shots are sick. If you haven't seen any of the episodes yet, if you look at episode one, that first four minutes, I think of the show, that drone shot is beautiful and mind boggling. And I loved every second of it. It feels like it's a show done for people who are in the know. It feels like it's a show done for people who have some knowledge or who want some knowledge of the entertainment industry. It feels like it's one of those things where I say fly on the wall. The whole series is like a fly on the wall and they explain everything as it's happening. It's just a really good show. So this latest episode, Chris was invited to do a master's class. I have always wanted to like get a subscription to those master's class. They always look so good and the content and the people that they invite to speak, you know, you have all kinds of like politicians and educators, scientists, chefs, you name it. So they invited her to talk about how they were able to turn their little show, which apparently was supposed to be a one season, one off show used as filler, turned into this huge empire that not only lasted for as many seasons as it did on E, but has a life of its own outside of television, of course, like in the world, in pop culture, in society, like in culture. So Chris talked about how her professional, what she would consider her professional career, didn't actually start until she was 40 years old. Also, during this series, Chris kind of pulls back the curtain even more about what her life was like when she was a flight attendant. She lived in a tiny apartment in New York. She had several roommates. How she met her husband, her first husband, and actually her first husband was with O.J. Simpson when they very they met for the first time at the airport and they were coming back from interviewing Bruce Jenner at the Olympics. So that's so crazy when you think about that. But there's just so much more where it allows you to see not only who they are today, but where they really came from and how they really started. So if you want a rags to riches story, you can kind of look at Chris Jenner's story and see her as that rags to riches story. She was a young woman, a flight attendant. She met a guy, they got married, they had children. Years later, she became a businesswoman and started this empire. So in her master's class from this last episode, Chloe kind of helped her prepare for the project and went with her when she was taping. So instead of me starting with what Chris said, I'm gonna start with what Chloe said at the actual taping. She actually got up and interjected into her mom's master's class and said, you should probably talk about that there's a difference between fame and success. It sounds like a duh, no brainer, everybody should know that, but you would be surprised. When I say that I worked in the industry for 26 years and this has been my career, I feel like sometimes I have to defend my entertainment career because my entertainment career doesn't look 
how other people want it to look. So that being said, my personal first tip is whatever you are doing now, whatever skill set you have now, write it all down on paper, figure out how that translates into the entertainment industry. And that's your starting point and how you get your foot in the door. What I mean by that. So, for example, if you are a chef and you want to work in the entertainment industry, either as a private chef or as a caterer, there's room in the entertainment industry. Just think of it this way. The entertainment industry is like a microcosm. Everything that happens in every other part of the world happens in the entertainment industry as well. Those jobs sometimes have different job titles, different names, but it's the same job just done differently. Coming from Major League Baseball properties with all the minor league teams, I worked as the director of community relations, did on-field activities, and then also worked for the league office that governed all the minor league teams and did all the sports sponsorships. So we handled all of those national sponsorships at the various ballparks. And so I would coordinate some of these events, which all happened live, of course, during those games. And those skills that I used for that, I was very quickly able to translate into production coordinator, producer, production manager, those kind of things, because it's the same job descriptions, the same job duties. It's just in one industry, it has one name and in another industry, you call it something else. So if you are interested in working in the entertainment industry, write down your job description, all the skills, the things that you do, and look for whatever jobs in the industry that those skills are important and use them. Another tidbit that came from Chloe was sometimes the game plan changes. So you may start thinking that your end goal is one thing. You embrace opportunities as they come to you and it's okay for the game plan to change. You always just check in with yourself and figure out what you want that end result to be. So currently, I am working a position that in lots of ways, I think the idea of this job I had for some time and I knew it was what I wanted to do. I reached out to several people, even celebrities, to talk to them about the need for this type of position that I'm doing right now. And I think because I knew what I wanted to do and I had the experience to do it without me being the one to reach out to a particular company, not the company that I work with right now, but a different company, without me having any outreach to them, I received a series of several messages from this cute company that has a cute little jingle that we all kind of see in here on TV. And they reached out to me with a potential opportunity that is 100% exactly what I'm doing right now. The only difference is if I wanted the opportunity with them, I was going to have to move to Massachusetts. 
I didn't want to move to Massachusetts. And I realized that it was more important to be true to myself and to be happy than to do something because of a paycheck. And yes, the job description was exactly what I wanted it to be, but I didn't want to be in Massachusetts. I wouldn't have been happy in that position. That goes back to another thing that they discussed. Not all money is good money. I mean, obviously I could have just taken the job and been unhappy, but that's not my personality. If I decide to do something, I'm going to give it my all and put my heart and soul into it. But it inspired me to know that I was on the right track. Remember in Austin Powers when the villain used $1 million, like $1 million to talk about every large sum of money? Well, there's a little piece of that that still lives in all of us. And the idea that I would have been able to refer to my salary in fractions of a million would have been also a dream come true. But not all money is good money. And I want to be happy. I feel like I've worked hard enough, worked long enough that something as drastic as changing your life to move to another state, if it's not what you want to do, then don't do it. So during the press junket for the Kardashians, Kim was quoted saying that in order to be successful, you have to get up and work hard. And people tore in to her. I would imagine the reason they didn't like it is because they perceive her to have been given something or to have started with a leg up. And I would agree that she absolutely started with a leg up. She had a very business-minded, very savvy father. So I do agree that she did start with a leg up, but it's not the financial leg up that everyone would act like it is. She had to work hard. She also had to figure out how to get herself into the spotlight. She also had to figure out how to leverage all of the opportunities that she did have. And of course, the same with her younger sister, Kylie. They, they had opportunities that other people may not have, but they still had to work at those opportunities. So I'm gonna give you a couple of tips that we actually learned from Kim while watching the Kardashians. And one of those tips is ask people who are doing what you wanna do, how they do it. So when Kim was gonna host the episode of Saturday Night Live, she talked to her friend Amy Schumer and others, and she sat down with her. They talked about how to structure her monologue, what to leave in, what to leave out. Ultimately, of course, Kim decided herself what items would be left in or left out, but she went to someone who understood comedy, someone who gave her a foundation of what it was that she should be looking to achieve in those moments, and she used that. She also went to other people. She named several, including our boy Dave Chappelle, who also gave her tips. One funny thing was she did mention how she asked Pete Davidson at the Met Ball prior to them dating, prior to her appearance on the show, if he had any tips for her. And he said something to the effect of, you can read, can't you? So he was just letting her know that it was all going to be cue cards and like not to worry or not to stress out about it. It's kind of funny how now we know more information about their lives than they knew while shooting the show. 
So that's kind of another neat dynamic too, because we hear their comments and things that they say, but we know the future. So we see how some of those things have turned out. On this latest episode, Kim talks about getting the cover of Sports Illustrated. She talks about being 40 years old, how many things she's representing, including being the first Armenian on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And she mentioned it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. It was a chance that she couldn't mess up. So she prepared for it. And her preparation included two workouts a day, including Pilates and some type of cardio. And even though she had the opportunity, she made sure that she was prepared for it. And I think that preparation is probably the number one thing that anybody can do if you want to work in the industry. That and networking. And I want to point out when you're networking, there's lots of different websites. Facebook, of course, they have several entertainment groups, LinkedIn, Staff Me Up. The one thing that I would caution people because I see it so often and I've been burnt personally, I know how it works. I've been on the hiring side. I've seen other people who have been burnt. I've been on the casting side. I've seen people who have been burnt. So the thing I would caution with networking and connections like on those sites, make sure the people you're connected to really know you and think well of you. If there's anybody in your life that doesn't think well of you, don't use them as a reference. And when you connect with people on say Staff Me Up or LinkedIn, or those Facebook groups, that is as is, is good as a reference. And people use that to find out information about you. So if there's someone that you think is not going to speak favorably about you, or someone who doesn't truly know your work ethic, your performance, someone who doesn't know you, don't connect with them. Because in the end, it works against you. So it's not Nice. You know, I know LinkedIn tries to get you to have more than 500 connections or whatever. It's not great to have more than 500 connections if those people don't know you or if they're not going to speak positively of you or if they're going to do the opposite and speak poorly of you. So that's one thing that I would caution. And when you make a real networking, like face-to-face personal connection, keep it. So I would encourage people to really network in person. And if you ask someone to connect with you on one of those sites, make sure they truly do know you. And if they don't, arrange a coffee meeting, arrange a sit down or even a phone call where you can talk about some of your past experiences so that when they are asked, they can say what it is that you want and need them to say about you. I know that sounds super simple and everyone's all about the likes and the follows and the connections and the friends and it's not good if you're trying to find a job and you're just connecting with random people. Another tip from me is be willing to do your job and jump in as needed. And I think that is probably one of the most important tips that I would ever give anyone who wants to work in the entertainment industry. And what I mean by that is everyone gets tired, everyone gets frustrated, Work is hard sometimes and life is hard a lot of times, but take time to check in with your colleagues. Take time if there's an open position and someone needs someone to pick up the slack, 
even if you're not getting paid anymore to do it, it doesn't hurt. It only helps for you to do those things. My best example is from New Dominion Pictures where I worked with a team of people who were like a family with each other. And I was a stranger basically who came in and, and as I was working there as the production coordinator, uh, the production manager basically said that I was fully capable of doing anything that I wanted to do. She spoke very highly of me. And I think that was in part because she saw how I worked. And also because when a company that we contracted with to do casting for us pulled out at the last minute, I jumped in to do casting. I had done casting before for smaller companies and for kind of one-off shoots and those kind of things. But she said that I was fully capable and endorsed me. And I jumped in to not only, of course, do the coordination, but I also jumped in as the casting director. So because I did that, the following year, an opportunity opened up to be production manager and my supervisor who saw how hard I was willing to work the year before and who had the positive references from my supervisor, he hired me for the production manager position. And I just want to say too, anybody who knows me, who knows New Dominion Pictures knows that I'm speaking about Nicholas Valcor. Uh, he did pass away this past year. Nicholas always knew that I would speak my mind to him and I would be completely open and transparent and tell him exactly what I was feeling. And he always did the same with me. So there were times actually where he would even come into my office and vent about something that was completely unrelated to me. But it was our dynamic and our relationship in the sense that he knew that he could be a full 100% whole person with opinions to me and I could be a full 100% person with opinions to him. So I am 100% at peace because I always thanked him for the job and the opportunity and being there and he knew that I was the kind of person that if I saw something that I didn't agree with, I would speak up and say so. And he's the kind of person who always spoke up or when he thought he saw something that shouldn't have been as well. So we did understand each other and relate on that level. And I just wish that we would have had an opportunity for that final, okay, we can agree to disagree on this. I'm always grateful for New Dominion Pictures. I will always be grateful for Nicholas. And I'm definitely always grateful that I had the opportunity to work with him and grow my career there. When you do your job, do your job well, and you're willing to jump in to do other work, I feel like you will always be rewarded. Even if it's not in that particular company, the rewards come with you have that experience. And my last tip from the Kardashians on how to return to work like a boss comes from the OG, Ms. Kris Jenner, where she says, Learn step-by-step step how to get to where you want to be. Learn how to navigate the system. And she explained how she didn't know anything about the television industry, entertainment industry. She didn't know anything about how to get her girls 
and their brands to where they are now, but she learned. She did the research, she investigated, and she learned. So really, Chris's big tip is the way that I live my life. I am constantly researching, I am constantly learning, I am constantly wanting to know more information and sharing. I share that information with anybody who will listen. I share what I've learned, how I learned it, what I need to know next, and I'm always open to what everyone else has to say. And learning comes from lots of different places. It comes from universities, it comes from experience, it comes from watching people in society, it comes from watching reality TV, and it even can come from watching social media. So for everybody who is back on their grind, trying to figure out what's next, and trying to make all of your dreams come true, I say good luck. And remember that there is a difference between fame and success. Okay, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe this. Don't forget to tell your friends too. turn them on to the Southern Belle of Beverly Hills. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.